All right, all right, all right. Happy Life Studios. Welcome back with your host, Steve-O. 25 years national inspirational speaker. Who's not going to get inspired today? Are you tired of being sad and confused? Maybe you're totally clueless. Well, here comes Steve Hayes. So get ready to live the happy life. Welcome to Happy Life Studios. I'm glad you tuned us in. Um, this week's a little different. I'm super excited about this podcast. Uh, this podcast is an interview, but this time it's somebody interviewing me. Now, you've heard of this guy, or actually, I should say you've heard him. If you haven't heard of him, his name is James Smiley, and uh, he's got a webpage out there called keepitreal.media. He's actually putting on a lifestyle rights summit. Uh, and it's going to be huge. It's got some big speakers, big lineup, and it's going to be done online. And um, you just need to go to keepitreal.media, and you can check it all out. Smiley is an entrepreneur, and that's right. His name is Smiley. It's James Smiley, and that's not a pseudonym. It's his actual name. I think it's really cool that that Happy Life started with James Smiley. It started in his studio. That Happy Life started in Smiley Studios. That's just that's just really cool to me. It's really really kind of funny. Um, but one day uh, after I had been dreaming for years to do a podcast, but I didn't know how to do it. And I kept trying to figure out how to do it and talking to different people. And when Smiley and I had reconnected, um, he asked me, he said, Hey, Steve, how come um, your message isn't out there? How come what you say? I mean, whenever you talk to me, whenever I hear you talk, I think he's, he's heard me speak for years. He says, you have something to say. And there's a lot of noise out there on the Internet. And there's a lot of people out there that, that don't have something to say. And, and they're doing a good job uh, getting their message out there. How come you're not putting your message out there? And I, was, I feel like something that was God wanted me to do for a long time to get the message inside of me out there. I just didn't know how to do it. And I just said, Smiley, it's because guys like you, I need guys like you to take my message and put it out there. And there is where Happy Life Studio, the dream even started. Uh, I went down and saw him down in Dallas and uh, we recorded our first podcast right there. He set me all up. He gave me thousands of dollars worth of time and and, and uh, skill to get Happy Life set up. And it's it's moving in whole other directions. He's, he's an entrepreneur and, and he's dedicated a lot of his time and attention, even though he's got other things to do, to help me out. He's all about sharing the truth. And uh, he speaks about things that people um, don't speak about or they won't speak about. And uh, he's not ashamed. He's just bold. And I think you really enjoy him. So you need to check him out. James Smiley. Keep it real. Media. So, Smiley, before we even get started, I just want to say um, thank you for putting all this together. I hope you guys enjoy this um, this interview. Uh, it really talks about what happy life is and how do I get to happy. Um, it's 30 minutes long instead of the normal 10-ish minutes, and so I'm able to get into a little more depth and detail. He asked some really good questions that pull some stuff out of me, and um, so... Episode number 17, I think it'd be a good episode to come back. It's an interview with James Smiley. Only Smiley is doing the interview this time. I'll take it from his podcast, and so I'll actually we'll go to his intro right now. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and I hope that it really helps you get to happy. You're listening to Keep It Real with your host, activist, author, and serial entrepreneur, James Smiley. James has been a strategist for Silicon Valley startups to Fortune 10 companies, as well as coach and mentoring to business leaders. His voice is known for getting real, getting personal, and getting to the downright truth. 
Well, here comes my man Smiley. So sit back and relax and remember to keep it real. Keep it real for a second. All right, all right. Back in the house. Welcome back. He's back. There he is, the man. All the way from the beautiful, oh. sunny mm. state Pacific of Seattle, Northwest. Washington. Mm. Wow. You know, mm. I just thought of something funny and quite ironic. So here is Steve Hayes. Uh, you know, you got this whole movement going on about happy life. You got your books coming out, your whole all your brand coming out, all this all the you know, media, podcasts, Woo! all those things. You're starting your own podcast, all that stuff. Dude, you live in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does a guy who lives in Seattle where people statistically are more depressed than ever, and all of a sudden you come up with happy life. And I, I just think that's so ironic, man. In fact, there's a county there called Grays Harbor, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, the my Grays parents the live name, there. Right? My parents live there. <laughs> oh, so, poor uh, things. Oh, you better send them a copy of this, huh? Yeah, exactly. I'll get them a t-shirt. But that's sure. the whole point. We keep thinking that happiness is based up. If we think happiness is based upon circumstances, it doesn't work. And it, yeah. it's... If, if happiness doesn't work in Seattle, if the happy life doesn't work in the garbage dumps of Ethiopia where people are living in shacks, if yeah. happiness doesn't work there, then this it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, and sometimes in America, we we tell messages or push things that if it doesn't work across the board, then it, it just, I'm sorry, it just yeah. doesn't work. You know what? I, every year I do, um, I speak for, I do a lot of work with the disabled community. Yeah. And uh, I do a... A um, couple weeks of camp every year for the disabled community, and I'm telling you, these people have every reason to be sad or angry. And don't get me wrong, there are some that are, but yeah. these people, um, I mean, a lot of them, they they have to have everything has to be done for them. They have to have their bottoms wiped. They have yeah. to have their clothes changed. They yeah. they can hardly do anything, and yet every year I go to that camp, I say they're not disabled. I am. Mm-hmm. They are some of the happiest people that I've ever met, which proves that happiness doesn't come from circumstantial evidence don't get me wrong we all want to be healthy we all want to have money in the bank we all want to be married to the right person we all want to but life doesn't always turn out the way we dreamed so if if our happiness is based upon that we're just never going to be happy yeah you got to dance with the one who brung you so to speak these people that i that i do that camp with every year they are some of the happiest people i ever met and and it blows me away every time but i'm starting to learn something that happiness doesn't come from where i live or what i own it's supposed to come from deep inside me. Yeah. My brain, my heart. Yep. So awesome, awesome stuff. Glad to be talking about this again. Uh, friends, we're going to do a quick uh, little uh, little mini podcast here. We wanted to really um, hit on some of the central themes um, that, that you're really, um, that, you know, really on your heart. Um, the, theme, the themes of look, listen, and remember. Look, listen, and remember. Um, and there's a lot in there, but let's try to break it down for people um, in, in a number of minutes here in, in a um, quick, concise way. Um, folks, you're really going to get some good stuff here. I'm glad you're listening. Um, please, like always, share this podcast, share the movement going on, um, share. Oh, you want good stuff on this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we should probably go get somebody else. We should bring up your wife or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll try. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah, share this. I mean, it's supposed to be a movement. We want people who doesn't want to be happy. So, if everybody wants to be happy, which I believe we really do, 
And some people aren't happy unless they're sad. I get that. My dad always say, well, it's because the only way you'll be happy is if you're mad, right? Yeah. But but it's it's a thing that's a phenomenon that everybody wants. So share it. Yeah. yeah. Not so we get a big name or so it's not about that. This movement isn't about an individual name. It's about a movement of people helping people be happier. And if we don't do something to change things, it's just going to be the same over and over and over again. Yep. So, Happiness is something that we can grab a hold of. Yep. So um, talking about living the happy life and the happy life, where in the world did Look, Listen, and Remember come from? Where where, where did you get this from, steve It's a scripture that I came across one day, and it really blew me away because the very first, it's, it's Psalms from the Bible. It's in the middle of the Bible. And it's in chapter, if you open the Bible to the middle, you're probably going to land in Psalms. There's like 150 chapters in Psalms. But if you go to chapter 105, uh, it, this is called the message translation. There's a whole bunch of different translations. They say it differently, but it's all the same message, right? Um, it's Psalms 105, verse the last half of verse 3, and then it goes through verse 4 and verse 5. Okay. Um, when I came across this, it blew me away because the last half of verse 3 says, You who seek God live a happy life. Well, that kind of blew me away because when you think of God, you don't think of a God that wants to give a happy life. I mean, everyone's have a different view of who God is. Um, I believe God is Jesus Christ, but there's people that believe differently. And I'm not here trying to get you to believe one way or the other. Okay. But there's so many religions. There's so many that that think that God is up there with a big stick in his hand. Or if you have a Christianity religion that you think of, sometimes they think God has got this 500 pound Bible up there. Uh, He's making a list and checking it twice, you know, and he's always shaking his head at me. For years, I felt like he's always disappointed with me. And so therefore, I felt I was disappointed in myself. and yeah. But this verse says, you who seek God live a happy life. And that's so funny because I, I get uh, comments from people all the time that say, you know, uh, I tried God or I tried religion and, uh, you know, it just it just didn't make, it, you know, didn't make any difference in my life or, or maybe they say I still believe in God. I run into people like that all the time and they, they just say, well, I've never really you know, gotten much happiness out of it or whatever. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that some people, um, you know, they've been around churches and whatnot and they feel like they've uh, maybe experienced God? Uh, Maybe they have, maybe they haven't. But, um, you know, but this this, uh, verse that you're sharing says... Those who seek God live a happy life. I mean, how how would you go about explaining God? God wants us to be happy. When I read that, I said, that can't be right. So I looked it up in a bunch of different translations. It's still the Bible. It's just worded a little bit differently, you know, Um, and they're all saying the same thing. Rejoice. That word is like to be joyful, but to rejoice, to do it again, to be joyful again and again and again. The Bible is full of only we, the Christians like to use the word joy. Yeah. But I think sometimes we've got this idea in our mind that joy means, well, I have my moments where I'm really happy, but then I don't have to be happy. Happy is different. It's the same word. It can be translated the same way, but happy means it's a lifestyle that I'm living. Yeah. We can tend to say joy as well. I'm, I, I'm, I do have joy, but that was wrong, so I don't need to be. They, they've got this, and we've got this view where that God is disappointed with us or he's angry with yeah. us, but all the sins that we commit. And I, and I think a lot of, a lot of um, you know, I, I was fairly new to, to, uh, to going to church and things like that. Um, didn't have a Christian background or anything like that. Um, came to you know knowing God and, and whatnot um, around seventeen or eighteen. But um, you can go to a lot of churches and you know not um, certainly love every church and love every minister and all those people out there. But just to be honest and real, 
it's funny. You can go to some churches or, or into some, um, you know, sects of Christianity, you could say, and it just doesn't seem like anybody's happy. Right. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, even, even the things, what would Jesus do? Right. Or who wants Jack Daniels? I don't know, but WWJD, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, if I'm, if, if the pattern of my religion is I want to be like God, I want to not necessarily, I'm, I don't, I'm not going to be God, but if, if I'm modeling my life after his lifestyle and God is angry, then why wouldn't I be angry? Yeah. If God is disappointed, why wouldn't I be disappointed in me? Yeah. Right. And so if, if my perception of God is off, it screws everything up. So what's your, so in one, and one thing you're saying there is God actually is happy. Yes. God is a ha- is joyful. It, you know, um, the Bible says in his presence when you're in God's presence there's fullness of joy. Yeah. Not justice, not anger, not disappointment, yeah. the fullness of joy. So why aren't we happy? Maybe the, so if that verse is true, um which some people out there may believe is, some people may believe is not, but if that verse is true, then that would mean that if if you're not happy, or someone's not happy, then they're not in the presence of God. Well, I, that, that's what I mean, the scripture says. I mean, says. I don't know. I, yeah. that, when I struggle with happiness, I go, wait a minute, God, I got to get in your presence. I got to figure out what you're saying. And that's what look, listen, and remember, that's where it comes all about. Because sometimes we think that God is up in heaven. And he's always telling us what to do, pointing his finger at us. Yeah. But he's not. He always tells us how to do it. When he says, you who seek God live a happy life, the next two verses tell us how to do that. God isn't mean. He's not like, well, I hope you figure it out. Otherwise, I'm just not going to let you into heaven. Okay? So let's break those down. All right. Look. Listen. Remember. remember. So let's start with look. Look and listen. Basically, they're together. So the very next verse, Psalm 105, verse 4 in the message translation says, keep your eyes open for God. Watch for his works. Be alert for signs of his presence. If I want to be happy, I need to be looking and listening for God in every situation. I just got a call from a from a very close friend of mine whose kid is is in a very difficult situation. I don't feel like I have the um, the permission yet to to share it on here, but but this person wanted to go and forget what had happened and just take their mind off of it. But you know, good and well as I do, it's it's like the wet paint sign that says "Do not touch." Yeah. Well, all I want to do is touch it, right? right. And if I try to, sometimes we want to be happy by forgetting. Um, what has happened. But instead, what we need to do is be alert to look for God in everything that we do, to look for what he's trying to tell us or listen to what he's trying to tell us. When I get God's perception on it, which is oftentimes it's going to be okay. I got this. I'm God. It changes. For instance, I remember getting in my first car accident and getting in my third car accident, my fourth and my fifth, right? Every time I would call my dad and I'd say, dad, I'm so sorry. I wrecked the car. When I was struggling in school, even when I got a girl was disappointed with me, all college drama, or I flunked a test or whatever, right. you know what I called my daddy. You know what I, my dad always told me? What I always wanted to hear from my dad was, son, it's going to be okay. Well, what do you mean it's going to be okay? He's thousands of miles away, right? But, it's gonna, but hearing my dad say it's going to be okay, well, there are times when I hear God say it's going to be okay. And in the midst of... It changes the whole perception. In the midst of chaos or in the midst of you know broken relationships or, or things going wrong at work or, or whatever, right? Uh, the midst of traffic, right? Whatever. A no, all the noise. <laughs> like this the Grinch. Is, the noise, noise, noise. We can have... And this is so, this is so countercultural, Steve. It is. Because in the midst of all this, it's, you're almost told 
to um, search within yourself or or, or forget or, or it put, happened put it away or go off into know? the mountains somewhere. There's nothing wrong with yeah, getting away. And this is saying look at that situation right? and realize it for what it truly is, and it truly is an opportunity. There's truly God could truly be trying to say something and do something. Yeah, in the something, midst of it, help so you don't have to forget it. You don't have to put your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 I'm not listening. Yeah. You can actually look at head on, don't run from it, but then find out, God, I'm looking for you. Now, I would like to say something for those, because there's probably many people that are listening to this that don't necessarily believe in God, but that's okay. This will work for them too. Yeah. It's still a principle that's going to work. If you don't believe in God, you look and listen. Let's go to look for a second. Um, we talked about this in the, in the other podcast that we've done, but but I had a friend that, that used to tell me all the time, whatever I focus on becomes largest in my life. Yeah. So if I'm looking at the problem, if I'm looking at my despair, if I'm looking at my lack of this or that I don't have that, that becomes so large. We all know what it's like. All we can think of is that I don't have that. All we can think of is I really want to buy that. All I can think of is if I just had that and whatever I look on becomes largest in my life, whatever's largest in my life is in control of my life, right? Yeah. And whatever's in control of my life bullies me around, tells me what I want to do, what, yeah. what I need to do. Okay? What's, so, what's so countercultural here is that um, right now today, if you, if you get into something or you're going through something tough or you're going through something tough you know, in your personal life or whatnot, um, you know, everybody the culture kind of says, well, we'll go get a beer. Right. Or, 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 uh, you know, some people it's, it's, let's go get some drugs or let's go, whatever, right. Turn on the television and veg out or, or grab your comfort food or whatever it is. Right. But essentially you medicate your pain right. and that, and that's kind of the, the culture today. And that's what we're taught, whether it's physical pain, emotional pain, whatever, but just find a way to medicate and all, and all medication really does. It just masks the pain. It just masks. Yeah. But you're not really, um, you're oftentimes you're not really solving that problem or you're not really mending that, you know, if it's physical, um, you're, you're not always, you know, healing, that that tendon or that bone or, or or whatever you're just putting aside. I speak for R5 Productions, and we we do we go to schools. And one of the things I tell the students in the high schools and junior highs that I go to is I I bring a person up and I say, now if this person had a big gouge in their arm, they've got a couple options, right? Yeah. If we they can send them to the hospital, but if we send them to the hospital, they might have to stay overnight. The doctors are going to start poking around in there. It's going to, it hurts now. It's going to hurt worse when they start poking around in there. Maybe you have to have an operation. But if I can take a few Advil, ibuprofen, Tylenol, if I can take some, I can medicate that pain and just put a Band-Aid over it, the pain goes away. Yeah. I'm good. But yeah. the problem is four hours passes, the pain comes back. The gouge is still there, and the gouge isn't going to get any better. It's going to get worse. So when we try to ignore what we're the situation we're in, it's and medicated. It, it doesn't go away. It actually gets worse and worse yeah. and worse. Yeah, and and uh, and uh, you know, just to put it on a level level playing field. I mean, we know that. Hey, sometimes we're I, I get home and I'm a little stressed out and and sitting around or whatever is you know or or turn on the television. I mean, those are some normal things, right? But we're but when you really get down to the hard issues and the hard issues of life, um, 
always turning to substances or turning to medicate to medicate your problem it's not gonna make the problem go away yeah it's not gonna make a severe problem go away i mean a band-aid or taking aspirin is good when i've got a small headache but if i've got damage to my skull you know or to my emotional body or my spiritual body whatever is not going to make it go away even Mm -hmm. though the pain may go away for a few hours and so um, what what I what I love about this whole message, Stephen, I've said this repeatedly, time and time again, is this is not a message that 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 teaches people to move away from their pain, to run from their pain, to ignore their pain, and some of the other self. That's not realistic. Some of the self help things that are out there today, some of the really big, you know, um, uh, you know, guys who are out there speaking. Uh, in reaching millions of people with their message and their, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of belief in this is they're telling you, you know, really move away from that, get away from it. Don't think about it. Act like it's not there. Um, you know, find, you know, you know, find, you know, your self help or, or, or whatever. But this is really saying, look and listen in the midst of that chaos, look and listen for God or for, um, you know, for truth in the midst of going through something crazy. Right. And I, and I, I, there's, there's nothing wrong with getting away. Yeah. And somebody wants to have a beer or whatever. But yeah. if I'm in the middle of my day, I can't get away to the mountains. If I'm in the middle of my work situation, I can't go grab a beer at that moment. Right. right? So what do I do when the noise is there, when the chaos is there? Here's a little thing that I like to do. I like to put an elevator in my mind, so to speak. And I, even though all the noise is going on, those people are still looking at me or talking about me or the situation is still intense. I find an elevator that I go in mm-hmm. and I let the doors close, even though I'm in this in this situation with people. But in, I let that door close and I begin to meditate on this. I begin to look and listen and remember. Mm-hmm. In my mind, while all the noise is still going on, I can't get off to a mountaintop somewhere. I can't go grab a beer somewhere. I've got to deal with this right now. So while all the noise is going on, I've kind of closed myself in this elevator while the elevator music is going. It's calming my spirit. I'm looking, I'm listening, and remember. When you get into an elevator and the door is closed, the elevator music's playing, it's just you in the elevator, maybe mm-hmm. some other people, but everything's quiet and it's still. You can, we can learn to be quiet and still in the midst of noise. We don't always yeah. have to get away. Now, when you can get a chance to get away, I suggest you take it, right? Sure. But um, when those doors open, I'm on a whole other level. Yeah. Right. The room still looks the same in the elevator. You don't know what room, right? Yeah. The room still looks the same, but I'm on a whole other level, and the elevator did all the work. I didn't. Yeah. We keep trying to, I got to be happy. I got to be happy. I shouldn't be sad. I shouldn't. And we try to do this thing that if we just look, listen, and remember, it does it for us. Nice. So, Is that so, kind of like a dream within a dream? I'm hmm, kidding. You're freaking me out now. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, so, rock on. Yeah. So, so if, if you don't. a dream within a dream. If no. you don't necessarily believe in God, the look thing still works. Sure. So if I'm going to look on my problem and I'm on, on my situation, that's going to become largest in my life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and whatever comes largest in my life controls me. But if I can look at something else, if I can, not ignoring what's going on, but if I can, if I can look at, at, um, something else in this situation that, that could be coming good out of this, or if I can look somewhere else, like what do I have going for me? Yeah. Um, who does know me? Who does, and if I can't think of who that is, then I call a few friends of mine that will set me straight. Cause sometimes I'm so far in the forest, I can't see the trees. And sometimes our emotions will grab us by the throat and say, listen to me. And we need somebody else to talk. So I look somewhere else. I don't look just at the problem. I might look at the solution. I might look at, at, um, and listens the same way. I, I need to listen for other voices 
the voice inside my mind at that moment is telling me things like, I think this is a, an AA thing, you know, but I think one of the, they say, never analyze your life. HALT, right? It's an acronym for never analyze your life when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. I love that, okay? I've got to listen to a different voice. My voice right now is freaking out. My voice is telling me this is never going to work. So I've got to go find a different voice. Hopefully in my life up to this point, I've already established relationships with people that have a good attitude, with people that can help me out, aren't just selfish for themselves, right? Yeah. And they're the people that I need to listen to their voice now. Yeah. In the midst of it. So I have to admit to them, and I don't say you do this with everybody. It's got to be someone you can trust. Sure. Okay? And this is developed in the seasons when I'm not struggling, yeah. right? But when I call you up, Smiley, which we've done before in the past, we've talked with each other when we've been in tough situations, yeah. okay? I need to hear your voice because my voice isn't too positive. I need to see your perspective because my perspective isn't too positive. I've got to get a broader thing on this. So if I look for a different perspective and I can't get that, then I call someone who can help me. I need to listen to someone else's voice, not mine. Because right now, my voice is the, is it's angry, it's anxious, it's fearful, it's scared, it's mm-hmm. lonely, it's mm-hmm. tired, it's telling me all sorts of lies. Sure. I've got to hear a different voice. And so, in the last couple minutes here, let's hit on remember. Okay, what does that mean? Remember, remember what? What do you what do you what are you talking about? There we need this? to remember number one where we've come from, and number two where we want to go. Mm. When I'm in this situation, I need to remember I'm still here. Well, what if you've come from a tough life or you've come from... That's exactly my point, actually. If I've come from a tough life, I need to remember I'm still here. Wait a minute. That last thing that I went through or maybe three things ago or remember when I was this age, you remember four years ago? Wait a minute. I'm still here. Now, I might feel like I'm barely holding on, but it's been years and I am still standing. I need to remember that I conquered before. I'm going to conquer now. That changes my perspective. My look is different now. When I remember that I've gone through junk in the past, I'm going to make it through again. And I have to grab myself and speak to myself or have somebody else speak that to me. Even if I can't remember, I've got to call you up or someone else up and say, can you help me? I'm struggling right now. And they will bring back to the point of the things that I've gone through. And I also need to remember the dreams that I had when I was three college age i don't know some of us lost our dreams when we were younger because of abuse or all the junk that goes on i'm not suggesting that we don't have bad things i'm saying in the midst of the bad things if we can look listen if we can remember the dreams that we had and start heading towards those dreams don't head towards the pain where i'm at right now yeah start looking through the pain don't ignore the pain don't look la 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 la. i'm not looking i'm not listening no look listen and remember remember where you're headed and start keep going on that path yeah. life isn't about what happens to us in my opinion it's about what we do with what happens I to like us it. i remember when i was young um even when i was a teenager before i knew god or anything uh i, I got in some really bad situations I, I was arrested and a lot of those kind of things i remember being locked up and um you know pretty crazy for a young person 16 years old um and you and you know i don't have a huge past or or a lot of things to really quote remember but i do remember that um i would think back to times when people said something positive about my life or they said you can really be something or you can really go somewhere those are good or you you know you you have these kind of talents or what you're doing here is not, you know, maxing out your life. And I, I was doing exactly what you're talking about, Steve-O, which is remember. And, and, and so in the midst of 
being the good in my or the bad. It works for yeah. either one, the good or the bad. Yeah, in in my crazy hour there, I was 16 years old, and you didn't think uh, you were going to make it through that at the time. Yeah, either. yeah. I mean, there's I, no way. I'm in jail. Yeah, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not. I'm not. Not only out. that, my dad on the phone said you're not living through this. So. Right. <laughs> so I was like, and I know your dad. Yeah. And, uh, so, right. I mean, uh, it was it was chaos, but uh, and let's go back to the now people now that maybe do believe in God or maybe yeah. want to because. For them, the verse 5 in Psalms 105 in the message translation says, remember the world of wonders he, it's obviously talking about God here. God made the world. Remember the world of wonders he has made. He made the world. He made me for a reason. I love that because uh, to me, what that just says to me is in the midst of of my chaos or in the midst of my hardships or in the midst of my trials, um, I can do something very simple and look at the creation. Right. And and realize God created that, all this, and He created and God me. Cares about me, and God, you now, know, if God doesn't want us to be happy. Then I have no reason to. Then there's no hope, right? So right. what? God made me. If He's angry with me, then what? But if God is crazy about me, if He yeah. wants me to be happy, and He made me, and He made the world, that's what God does. He does miracles. Yeah. And it also says to remember His miracles and the verdicts He's rendered. Remember what He's told you. Remember what He's done. This thing isn't over yet. Don't yes. write the final chapter yet. You will get through. Go back to look. Listen, remember, the solution is easy. The process is not. But we have to keep going back to look, listen, remember, whether you believe God cares for you or there's a God or whether you don't, okay? You can still look, listen, and remember, if you keep going back to that over, sometimes in the beginning, you'll have to go yeah. 100 times a day. Yep. But after a few years, you might only have to go five times a day to the look, listen, remember. But if you keep going to look, listen, remember, you are on the path towards a happier life. Yep. Boom, love it. That Boom. is awesome. Boom, baby. Find it, You're guys, awesome. on the podcast. You are worth online it. Online at, where is it at, Steve Online? SteveOHays.com. S T E V O H A Y S dot C O M. Make sure they got the C O M part. That yes. means dot com. It's not C A W M. Dude, <laughs> C-O-M. I'm from, I'm from, I was living in L.A. for a little bit. Hey, your box work for me. C-O-M could be dot Compton. Yeah, right on. Compton. You can't West side, what? east side, what? Does happy like working in Compton, too? <laughs> it does, man. Especially that's another, in Compton. That's, another that's a whole other podcast right there. <laughs> All right. Dude, you are worth it. You are valuable. Don't you give up because you're in a tough spot. You keep moving forward. Look, listen, remember, you're going to make it. All right, you heard it right there, folks. Thank you. We'll see you on the next one. Peace! I'm out. Keep it real. Yow!